This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. Senate acts to restrain Trump against Iran war. British finance minister resigns after spats with Prime Minister. And Earth just had its hottest January since records began. It's Friday, February 14. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. Senate has approved a bipartisan measure limiting Donald Trump's authority to launch military operations against Iran. The measure, authored by Senator Tim Kaine, says Trump must win approval from Congress before engaging in further military action against Iran. Eight Republicans joined with Democrats to pass the resolution by a 55-45 to vote. Kane and other supporters said the resolution was not about Trump or even the presidency, but instead was an important reassertion of congressional power to declare war. While Trump and other presidents must always have the ability to defend the United States from imminent attack, the executive power to initiate war stops there, Kane said. An offensive war requires a congressional debate and vote. The Democratic-controlled House passed a separate non-binding war powers resolution last month. The House could take up the Senate resolution later this month. Two-thirds votes in the House and GOP-run Senate would be needed to override an expected Trump veto. Answering a claim by some of Trump's supporters and Trump himself that the measure would send a signal of weakness to Iran and other potential adversaries, Kane said the opposite was true. Trump said the Democrats are only doing this as an attempt to embarrass the Republican Party. Trump also lashed out yesterday against former White House Chief of Staff John Kelly for being disloyal after the ex-advisor came to the defence of a former national security aide who offered key testimony in the impeachment inquiry. Like so many exes, he misses the action and just can't keep his mouth shut, tweeted the president. Kelly came to Vindman's defence after Trump suggested this week that the Pentagon should review Vindman's conduct in the Ukraine episode and potentially consider disciplinary action against him. UK Finance Minister Sajid Javid has shocked Westminster by quitting as Chancellor in the middle of Boris Johnson's cabinet reshuffle. 
Mr Javid rejected the Prime Minister's order to fire his entire team of aides, saying no self-respecting minister could accept such a condition. He has been replaced as Chancellor by Chief Secretary to the Treasury Rishi Sunak, who just seven months ago was a junior housing minister. Mr Javid had been due to deliver his first budget in four weeks' time. The former Home Secretary was appointed Chancellor by Mr Johnson when he became Prime Minister in July. His resignation follows rumours of tensions between Mr Javid and the Prime Minister's senior adviser Dominic Cummings, the former mastermind of the Brexit Leave campaign. Mr Javid said his advisers had worked incredibly hard and he could not agree to them being replaced. In his resignation letter, Mr Javid explained that he could not accept the Prime Minister's conditions, saying, I believe it's important as leaders to have trusted teams that reflect the character and integrity that you would wish to be associated with. Downing Street said there would now be a joint team of economic advisers for both the Chancellor and Prime Minister. January was the hottest month on record over the world's land and ocean surfaces, with average temperatures exceeding everything in the 141 years of data held by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The record temperatures last month follow an exceptionally warm 2019, which has been ranked as the second hottest year for the planet's surface since reliable measurements started. The past five years and the past decade are the hottest in 150 years of record-keeping, an indication of the gathering pace of the climate crisis. The average global land and ocean surface temperature last month was 2.5 Fahrenheit or 1.14 centigrade above the 20th century average. This measurement marginally surpassed the previous January record set in 2016. Meanwhile, the Antarctic has begun February with several temperature spikes. The southern polar continent broke 20 degrees centigrade for the first time in its history on February 9th. Scientists called the readings incredible and abnormal. The world's governments agreed in 2015 to keep the global temperature increase to well below 2 centigrade in order to stave off disastrous flooding, food insecurity, heat waves and mass displacement of people. However, warming planet emissions from human activity are not showing any sign of decline, with China and the USA as the leading polluters. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering unbiased, verified, and truthful world news daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.